0: Very well. Are you ready? Yes, C'est bon. Merci. Au revoir. <laughs> Hi, I'm the pine, And I'm the water.
1: Distracted water.
0: And you're listening to a cup of tea. A podcast about exploring life through each other's eyes.
1: Well sharing a cup
0: of tea with you. Look at that. Almost. Mm-hmm. First try. Let's do it.
2: Um, today, we are drinking regular easy green, green tea. tea jinx I guess so Mhm
1: Yes we are
0: Um just because that's what the water had
2: Yeah
1: it was my
0: breakfast tea <laughs> Um So 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 here we are at the end of the road <laughs> of This is our last show so. Only only sex-wise for now, this year, I don't know yeah, probably not I feel like we'll talk more about sex later but just on this rant on this special occasion of five
1: episodes talking about sex stuff
0: somehow, yeah
1: yeah so so welcome to the conclusion
0: yeah, it was very interesting to listen to the first episode of the Mm -hmm. sex stuff with the sex room, yeah, you know, building a sex room for yeah. couples, uh, that TV show,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and yeah, it was so interesting because it was kind of kind of different, almost opposite from the previous episode of. Um, mm-hmm,
1: yeah, like the against, the, the, sexual against the sexual revolution. Yes, very different, and. In a way, it actually made me feel like the how to build a sex room is kind of like the theory. Mm. And then in practice, at least in my experience, I feel like I feel more like of on the case against the sexual revolution. I don't know if that makes sense. In but what way do you, because, you feel okay, more like your so, case
0: is against the sexual revolution?
1: I guess this is, Um, I don't want to get too into it because it's right at the beginning of the episode, but mm. I feel like. There's this sort of idealized version, kind of what the... Because we were talking about this book, The Case Against the Sexual Revolution by Louis Perry, last week, uh, because she has an interview with Ali... Abdal. Abdal. Um, that,
0: that was not last week's episode, was it? Maybe I'm screwing it up. I think that I'm was the sure. one before last yeah. week. It's well, somewhere in there. In the last yeah. five episodes. You can find it.
1: <laughs> yes. And... She was saying how there's this ideal of how a woman should behave Mm. uh, since now she's sexually liberated and could, quote unquote, in her words, have sex like a man. And so in a way, I feel like there's this ideal kind of shown in how to build a sex room where, oh, yes, you can be free and explore and uninhibited and whatever, which is not bad. and it's not necessarily that I'm, like, against it, I feel like. Mm. But I do think that my experience, at least in the past couple of days, has been more on the side. Specifically because of something that we're going to talk about a little later. Um, Has been more, like, on that feeling that she shares about, you know, no, maybe women, like, the average... Of women want to mm-hmm. mm, have a relationship, mm-hmm. not just casual sex, mm-hmm. um, and this this culture of having sex like a man is actually doing a disservice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, maybe I do feel like that. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, on on another hand, it's like two completely different sort of um, moments in the like timeline of life, I guess, mm-hmm. in a way, because she. Like, the How to Build a Sex Room is a show specifically about couples. Yeah, like, established relationships. Yes. And then this other one is more like the beginning of it. Like, mm-hmm, when you're mm-hmm. looking for a partner or something. So, yeah. I, You know, but that's kind of kind of the feeling yeah. that I have right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I do think it. that it's it's about different stages yes. in life. Yeah. Um, and if we can, like, go a little bit of... Because we had a... a a very honest conversation yesterday i feel yes um we did and like i said something i, I said a thing that i hadn't uh-huh. said before uh-huh except to paulo um and when i said it to paulo it was a very difficult conversation uh-huh. but then when i said it to you it felt more like like it's okay
2: uh-huh. and i
0: don't know if you know what the thing is I feel like that maybe I, I
1: have a clue.
0: Okay. But uh, for the sake of the show? No, of course, like I'm going to say okay, it, but okay. I just want I just want you to start the context of that conversation and like get into what okay. that was. Sure.
1: Um so yesterday, um funnily enough, I guess, I don't know. It was funny when it, it happened in the moment to me because I was in a bus getting back home. And I was, you know, like, sitting in the middle of the bus, and there was this guy sitting, like, in front of me to the right, on the other side of the seats, mm. I guess. And I was just, like, casually going back home, um, and I saw him, like, look at me, and then he looked in fr- to the front or whatever. But he did, like, a double take, <laughs> you know? And then he looked at me again. Uh-huh. And he was wearing sunglasses, and I was not. So I couldn't, like, sneakily be like, huh. You know? Mm-hmm. And then I think the bus stopped or something, and he changed seats to, to sit in front of me. Mm-hmm. And he started talking to me. like, hey, how are you doing? How's it going? Oh. And then in my mind, Fleabag appeared. Ooh. And it was like, this doesn't happen. Like, this doesn't happen, does it? <laughs> and I was like, Fleabag apparently it does. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. And so yeah, we started talking a little bit and everything. And he seemed kinda cute, like very average Canadian guy, I wanna say. What does that
2: even look like?
1: I mean, he <laughs> to me he looks like Linus All right. from Linus Tech Tips. All right, yeah, yeah. So that average Canadian. <laughs> um following my double standard, I guess. From one of these episodes of the sex special, um, when I was talking about not liking older guys yeah. or my the ambivalence towards them, um, he did look older, like late thirties, but younger, younger than the
0: previous. Yeah, yeah, younger than okay. the
1: previous one for sure.
0: Um,
1: so I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, and he's like, he asked me for my number, and he
0: texted me, and then we like. <laughs> he didn't ask you for your social media. No, he didn't. He asked so for then my it's number. a Gen X, not Gen X, but then it's a it's a Gen Z thing. Yes, the social media thing is a Gen Z thing. Yeah, um, and we actually
1: like talked. You know, hmm. he he asked me where I was going, what I was doing, like what do you do for work, and I was like, I'm a producer for YouTube videos and stuff, <laughs> and like very, I just bare minimum, you know, answer. <laughs> And then I was like, "Why? what do you do? Well, I'm a set decorator. And la, la, la. And, and I was like, of cool. course, very Vancouver. <laughs> a video producer and a set decorator. And anyway. Um, so, yeah. Then we got off the bus and he went on his way and I went on my way. And we kept texting a little bit. He's like, oh, Shane, we're not going on the same bus. La, la, la. Um,
2: mm,
1: and then he texted me uh, something about hanging out. Mm -hmm. which I was like I can't like I really can't I have a lot of work to do I'm like my schedule is literally full like I only have time to eat and sleep apart from work this week
0: um because she's leaving me
1: yes and but he was like well maybe if you have some time you can come over uh I'll cook you dinner and we can chat (laughs) that's what he said dinner (laughs) and chat (laughs) and I was like is that Canadian for Netflix and chill? <laughs> like, might be, yeah. And then you said like we should ask him to this thing that we're going to on Friday. Mm-hmm. It might be fun. He said no. Dinner and Chad. Um. But good luck. But then I had like this feeling of, mm, I mean, I would like. I was very like for the first thing I I told you was like I'm sort of scared or or yeah, scared. That's the word. Scared. Of it being like too forward, if it's um if we go out for a drink, then you know, the there's like that obvious thing of going a drink because it's later at night, then it there's might the assumption to else. Uh, yeah that you're gonna mm-hmm. have sex. But if you go out for coffee, it's just coffee.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So then I was like if we go to the thing downtown together, oh that yeah, you reads thought... right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he said no. That was the end of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, to that, when you were worried that asking him out to... Because we're going to a bar on Friday mm-hmm. uh, with other friends. And you were like, well, that, I feel like that kind of like sends the signal that, you know, at night drinking and then it might lead somewhere. I was like, I don't, I don't quite see it that way. If anything, I feel like you're asking him out to a place with a bunch of your friends... Mm-hmm. And people that you know, and it's kind of, like, less pressure yeah. than a date or than drinks. Because there's not going to be, like, a lot of talking or a lot mm-hmm. of room for anything other than just, like, partying, like, dancing. Yeah. And, you know, and kind of that. Exactly.
1: So, I don't know if it's the age thing, <laughs> because I thought about it, maybe. Um, he wasn't down to party with us. Yeah. So, I don't know, it, like... The thing is, after that, and when I got home eventually, and he kept texting me about, like, come over, maybe to maybe... Like, what are you doing tonight? And we thought that was a little push. And yes. And so that started getting me nervous. And it was a thing where... Thinking back to, you know, like the stuff that you have said in Pockets and some of our guests have said in Pockets in a different context, but the like listening to your body.
0: Oh, very different context.
1: <laughs> a very different context. But
0: what did your body tell you?
1: My body was like, okay, I'm a little turned on, but I'm also scared. Like, I'm very uh-huh. nervous. Mm. I'm like, I don't know if I was visibly shaking. Oh. But I was like, I don't know what to do about it. And Why am I feeling like this? Why am I... Why am I so worked
0: up about mm-hmm. this? Like there was know? a comment about you going to therapy, Yes about that. yes, <laughs> to there find was. out what that is about, which um, I think would be very good. yeah,
1: um, and the thing I told you then was something that I had also never said out loud, or mm-hmm. had, yeah, no, I hadn't said it to anybody, was that it's been a very long time since I've had sex with a guy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know that I want to have random sex with this person that I just met. Three hours ago, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I was like, I don't, I don't know. I feel uneasy about it. And there's this dialogue in my brain that's like, but break out of your comfort zone. Sure. But there's, I think, one thing is breaking out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And then another thing is this fear is like, he's going to like sell me your parts in the black market, really? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Not because uh, I feel like if we were in Mexico, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I feel which is like
1: what my cousin said too. Just like that's mexico talking. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because I thought you were coming more, more from uh What if I'm there and I don't want to? What if I'm there that and I too. don't like it? What if you know? I kind of yeah. Like, I thought it was
2: more from. I, that.
1: I do feel though that because of like I past experiences that if I don't want to then I won't have sex with a guy like I'm very the first time I did it I was very surprised with myself I was like fuck no goodbye thank you bye Mm. um and so so there's like that that side of me when when, and this is something that you said later on about like your journey (laughs) (laughs) um and how it was like it helped you discover how you are, right? And so in this sort of same discovering how I am, I know that I can be very straightforward in many things, but especially when it comes to this. Like if I really don't want to have sex with a guy, I will actually just say it.
0: Mm, what if you're not sure? Because then because then what, is the default to say no or yeah? To say the yes?
1: default is to say no. Mm. Because and and when we were talking about this of like feeling iffy. When there's experiences I feel like any girl has had when maybe a guy approaches you Mm -hmm. and he's too close. Mm -hmm. And you feel like, fuck off, go away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so those things have now made me be like, no, fuck, the fuck go away. Like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so um, I feel good in that way. Now it's more like, "Ah, I don't really... Like I am turned on, but not enough to go randomly have sex with you, you know.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And also, I don't know who the fuck you are, right? Like I, like, re- and it sort of took me back to the thing that we were saying in the episode about, I think the, I think it was the Louise mm-hmm. episode where we were asking Pablo too of the safety feeling that maybe women are looking for versus like mm-hmm. what are men looking for.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, I do want to at least know that I'm safe. Right, doing this, you know, like because I've had like the one night stand experience before, but it's n- never been with a guy that I don't know at all. Like, it's, it's usually with like, a like, friend of a, f- a friend. F- yeah, exactly. So then that leaves me in like a safer place,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that that's yeah, sure, I would do that, but then I, I don't I don't feel okay doing this.
0: Mm, that reminds like I was just watching Red Table Talk the other day. And in one of the episodes, which made me very happy because Martita's boyfriend was in it. (laughs) And I Mm -hmm. had no idea it was him until he said something about Martita. (laughs) And like there was a picture of him and Marta Higareda. And I was like, oh my God, that's Martita's boyfriend. (laughs) It was really cute. Um, But um, Cherie, Trey's mom. Mm -hmm. Do you know who? No. Who's who? No. So Trey is Will's first son. Oh, yeah, okay yes, okay, yes, yes, So, Cherie was saying something about meeting people and how the apps, the dating apps and this mm-hmm. stuff is like, no, thank you, like, that doesn't work yeah. for me. And how it's kind of, I don't know if she said easier or nicer or something along the lines of that, mm-hmm. to meet people that are friends of a friend. Yeah. Because then you have a person that can vouch for them. Yes, person. yes. So, that made me think of that just now. Yeah. And... I feel like that's
1: why I told you you should be my matchmaker. But anyway,
0: (laughs) I gotta meet more people. Yes. Um, At some point, I feel like before when you were still very like on on undecided, like Mm -hmm. like not not sure how to feel or how to act about it. um, You you said something like, "Oh, I don't know what to do," and you said something in a Hamilton way or some Hamilton thing, Uh and my answer in a Hamilton way was oh, right. um your break the breakthrough yeah 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 what is it think oh, less sex let more. me give you some advice uh-huh. think less sex more yeah and like that was that was like a great moment in our conversation <laughs> yes um because i feel like then we got talking about how and i think this is when i was talking about my journey mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. sexuality because i had uh um, like a kind of first long-term boyfriend. Um We know. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Mistakes were made, people. Mistakes were made. But we learned from those, so it's okay. Uh, but anyway, so the mm-hmm. point is that with this boyfriend being the young and naive person that I was, mm-hmm. I I somehow, with all my rebelliousness mm-hmm. and, and this was
1: very surprising to me Uh,
0: continue (laughs) yeah like it quite doesn't match who Mm -hmm. i see myself as even as a younger version of me Mm -hmm. but somehow it was there very cognitive
1: Uh, dissonance mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Uh the perception of like virginity and and like only being with the one person for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. and i had that very present with me on that first relationship um and then when that relationship, which became very toxic and it was a very bad relationship at some point, I broke that, I broke out of that and, and I started questioning a lot of things about sexuality and how I thought about it and how it made me feel and who I wanted to be and a bunch of things like that. And what I was telling you was that I, I made a very conscious decision that I wanted like I knew what the virtuous only one person f- f- only in my life was like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and interestingly, like a sense of pride about it, which I'm like I don't, <laughs> uh, anyway. Um I I I wanted I, I made a conscious decision to break out of that and and explore and and Really see for myself what my sexuality could be like. And that in my 19, 20 year old self was like, well, I guess that means that I'm going to go out with guys. Mm -hmm. And fortunately enough, I don't know. By matters of fate, I, I moved. I was moving for a few months somewhere else. Um, and like, nobody knew me. I I was there with a friend of mine, um, whom I live with. So I had some sort of like sense of being with a friend Mm -hmm. in this very, like, I don't know anybody else. And I live here (laughs) for a few months and I don't know what that is like. Yeah. Um, but I met a bunch of friends and I had a really good time, but I really wanted to know what going out was. Mm -hmm. And more specifically, what having sex was like, uh, other than that ex-boyfriend. Yeah. So, I went out, I had sex with guys, (laughs) and it was very interesting. Like, one of them was very, like, whatever, in the sense that it was, like, more of a a one-night stand. But, like, it was people that I knew through where I worked and things like that. Not Mm -hmm. random stranger that... Just out of nowhere. Yeah. It was still people that I, I saw on a regular va- basis and I kind of got to know them, mm-hmm. kind of like that. Um, so one of them was very like, yeah, whatever, like we kind of just had sex and that was that. And and there was no feelings of attachment or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like interesting, not even yeah. fun. It was just interesting, mm-hmm. not bad, but just, huh, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there was another guy who I actually, like, I, I saw him more than once and I started liking him, liking. him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realized this, that I was having feelings for him and I was like, uh, like, I, d- <laughs> I need to stop it because he, I know for a fact that he doesn't feel this way about me. Like, yeah, the sex is fun and whatever and it's enjoyable, but... I have feelings for this person and they don't have feelings for me. So I need to stop this. And I actually had the need to go and talk to him about this and be like, I am having feelings for you. I need to stop seeing you. He was like, okay. (laughs) Um, and then there was this other guy who, who was very nice. we never quite became boyfriend and girlfriend, but it was just like, like we like we were a thing. Yeah. You know, and like we would uh see each other we would go out and we would like sleep over. Um but we both kind of knew that it wasn't going anywhere because I was leaving mm-hmm. and like it was never part of the conversation because we didn't need to be. Yeah. So it was just fun mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. hang out with someone and to kind of get close to someone without really having it mean. Anything else other than that. Mm -hmm. And throughout this journey of discovery, (laughs) you know, like I learned about myself, I made some mistakes as well. Um, But, you know, what I was telling you was that I feel like it was important to me to have done it. Mm -hmm. And overall, throughout my life, after, if you ask a version of me of that time, it's like, oh, no, yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of glad that I did it, that I went through that because then I kind of know myself mm-hmm. better for it. Um, and I went on to other relationships having known myself better and having gone through those experiences. Mm-hmm. But there are a couple of times every like just here and there uh, where if you had asked me, maybe I could have been like, oh, I kind of wish that I didn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I hadn't done it. But I feel like that comes from a place of shame that I don't actually need to have. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, because then I feel like if I hadn't actually done it, just, just the experience, it's not even like, oh, I wish I just hadn't had sex uh, with
2: people that were in my boyfriend, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, like somehow I'd be better for it. But like I said, like, I think that just comes from, from a place that's not real. That's yeah. not me and things like that. So overall, I'm just happy. I'm content, you know, that I, I, I did that and and explore that part of me. And I think that was kind of what I was trying to tell you mm-hmm. of because you, oh, I think it's because you brought up that I, I, at some point I, I said that you should go out with the guys Mm -hmm. that you're not crazy about and that you don't have a crush on because then you can actually do it as an experiment and -hmm. and do it for yourself and figure it out and go out because when you actually like someone you kind of freeze and Mm -hmm. you don't do anything about it so it's like well who are you gonna go out with if you don't go out with the guys that you don't have a crush on but then you also don't go out with (laughs) the guys that you crush on so it's like I'll die and my tombstone
1: will be she never went out with anybody.
0: Apparently, you know? (laughs) So that was... I think that's where all of that story came from. Um, Yeah, I guess just... Yeah, and there was a bit of it
1: somewhere there where I said I have the reservation, I guess, Mm. of I don't want to... And that's something that I that there was a moment where I said, like, I don't know if I'm gonna like say go out with this guy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna start having feelings for him because I can't detach the having sex with starting to have feelings for somebody. Like right. that was a thing. And what I was think like how I was thinking about it was it's different, but um like it's different because the first time I had sex with a guy was also like a one night stand situation which of course is different because it was the first time mm. right so that doesn't mean that then the next sort of one night stand is going to be the same thing like i'm going to remember it in the same way mm-hmm. um but that was like a question that i had in my mind and then there was this other thing that kind of takes from that in which i was thinking of i have said this like oh yes go out with guys that i'm not so invested in to just to just get it done, to just like make it more meh. They hear that
0: Paolo said of just fuck
1: it. Yeah, yes. Because in this sort of and like in these narratives that we have of you wanting to I think you said it in a very funny way, which mm. which is where I was like, oh my God, wow. Um of like the putting of a star on the virginity aspect mm. of your relationship. Um and mine being more like, oh, the prince charming, and who you're gonna be with forever, mm. and so, because I do have that internal debate of, like, prince charming mm-hmm. versus a more casual relationship where you're where you're not like long term invested, kind of like what you were saying with mm-hmm. the Cancun. Well, I don't know if you said Cancun. We didn't
2: say
0: Cancun, but I was in Cancun,
2: <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. Um, so, there's there's that thing of do why do I want to be wasting
1: quote unquote wasting my time with guys I with guys guys that I'm not like looking forward to being with long term and I know that it could be a good experience like you can learn stuff and meet people and whatever but there's actually right now for example a guy i do like that i would like to and he's cute add, he's cute right <laughs> um so why don't i ask him out and i mean i know i know why it is it is scary that is why um mm-hmm. but then i guess like higher risk higher reward <laughs> uh huh uh-huh. um and otherwise if i don't if i don't go out with anybody like I don't go out with a low risk guy, and I don't go out with a high risk guy. Then I'm.
0: Who do you go out with?
1: Nobody. My tombstone is gonna read, "She never went out with anybody."
0: <laughs> See, that's my point. But okay, <laughs> so I was just wondering if because of this thing that you have about Prince Charming, and just kind of like, uh, is it a waste of time? Like, why go for those guys? Do you feel like you can't? Have sex just for the fun of having sex? I don't know because I feel like there's a part of me
1: where I feel like I know myself now. I don't know if enough. I mean, maybe that's kind of worth exploring in a way mm. of like, I feel like if I have sex with a guy, I'm gonna start liking him, like starting having feelings for him. I mean, you know, that's that, that's kind of like why, why my mind is like. Don't go for somebody that you don't actually like because you don't. We, we don't want to be caught in that bad thing of liking somebody that you don't really like.
0: Liking, some, liking somebody that you don't really like and you believe that you're going
2: because you had sex with them, you're going to form an attachment even yeah. though you don't actually like them. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. Mean, Hold on. Uh Okay, okay, Okay. go
0: Keep going. Yeah. So I mean, I need to go back to that. But my point (laughs) with the question was that there's this thing that was a big revelation for me about Mm -hmm. having sex. And it was that like I didn't know that sex could be fun. And that was Mm a big deal for me because not until my current relationship is what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: And what I mean is that before that, since, since that like first long-term relationship and then the Cancun guys and other relationships or mm-hmm. whatever, like sex was a thing. Yeah. You know, that thi- yesterday you were saying something along the lines of that, of like how you put sex in a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And again, we've been talking about the case against sexual revolution. Mm-hmm. So not completely throwing sex out of the pedestal but maybe Mm -hmm. a shorter pedestal I don't know we can figure it out but my point is that before this relationship I'm in right now I didn't know that sex could be fun just as a fun activity (laughs) okay so like it's not to say that I didn't know that or that I hadn't experienced sex as pleasant Mm-hmm. you know or yeah. or nice or that I had never had an orgasm before because I had mm-hmm. but it was
2: just not fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean and when I had fun yeah. having sex when it wasn't
0: just like like because he's my boyfriend and and and, and we're making love mm-hmm. and it also wasn't just
2: Whatever meaningful thing I thought that sex was, uh-huh. it wasn't that. It was just fun to have sex. Mm-hmm. And, like, of course,
0: a lot of that has to do with my relationship with him. Yeah. And, and who we are and how we are and a lot of that. But it was, like, a revelation, like, a discovery.
2: Mm-hmm. Just
0: just that sex was fun. Fun just for the sick, And I feel like guys know this. <laughs> I feel like, like... I wonder if this is why they're so they obsessed. Know, with- and they've been hiding exactly. it. <laughs> I wonder... Well, I don't think they've been hiding it. I just, I just think they get all the fun and they don't yeah. share the fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I... Yeah, so just... Mm. This was a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And before... It, sex just had had such a big weight to it either yes. either it was like precious or or i was ashamed or it, like it was either horrible or it was too holy mm-hmm. you know there was there was no just just for the fun of it mm-hmm. um even even in the whole like exploration of things mm-hmm. with the cancun guys uh, <laughs> that's their your nickname so that you know yeah. we're referring to them <laughs> um even that wasn't just fun like so with kenkun guy number one <laughs> uh. i think i just learned that that it didn't have to be anything mm-hmm. it like when you say that you believe Mm-hmm. that automatically, by having sex with someone, you're it's- going to develop an attachment.
1: Okay, you make it sound
0: like automatically. And <laughs> it's, mean- it's not automatically. Well, but- that well, that was my point yesterday of like, how much experience have you had to the point where you can say that it will happen?
2: I just feel
1: like I... am f- mm, too easy... Like, I fall too easily. So So then... Um, but I feel like you have in for guys that you haven't had sex with. Yeah, I know, which is messed up. <laughs> it's like the whole, like the whole opposite sort of.
0: Yeah. See, <laughs> I mean that because. See why worry about the ones that you do have sex with? Because, I, mm,
1: the the feeling that I get is. Yeah, like a sort of attachment, like a kind of,
2: um, anxiety over it. Mm. Of of like, when, like,
1: am I gonna see him again? Are we gonna keep texting? Are we gonna keep talking? Like, it's in a bad way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, like uncertainty about it. I can't leave it alone. And I, I, and I, try. Like, I keep telling myself to be chill about it. Like.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the, the feeling is like, uh, am I gonna, like, is he gonna text me again? Is this, like, what, what's be- gonna because happen? Because it's high
0: maintenance, is your anxiety? Yeah, I kind
1: of feel, like, it does, maybe it, n- it is not actually, mm. but it feels high maintenance. It see, be- because feels... it's the weight of sex. Yes, exactly. Which I'm like,
0: uh, uh <clears throat> see, see, so here's the thing part of me is very like
2: like just do it (laughs) so that you get it over with um mostly coming from
0: my own experience of having done it and having this several realizations Mm -hmm. um but then again another thing that i said yesterday after after the whole like think less sex more (laughs) uh was this thing like we Oh put yeah, put that on a t-shirt.
2: <laughs> I know. Ooh,
0: that's gonna be in our first line of March. Yes. Less sex more. Uh, with a warning though. Here's the thing. Cause yes, we'll be talking about sex and everything and part of me as your friend is very like, just just go, just get it out you know, like <laughs> it's this thing, Trial by fire. <laughs> yeah, a little bit uh-huh. of like sex doesn't have to be precious. But then we've also been talking about the case against the sexual revolution where there is, whether we want it or not, Mm -hmm. just in reality, in in practicality, there is a preciousness to sex, right? So then my warning was like, I know I'm saying all of these things, Mm -hmm. but if you actually don't want to, like, don't. Yeah, that's kind of like after,
1: you know, these... This, this like texting thing and the wondering about it and all of that. Um, and with these prior conversations that we've had over the last, as we've said, five episodes, um, that's the conclusion that I arrived to. Like, I would rather be brave and ask the guy that I do like to mm-hmm. go out, like, for coffee or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than to go to this guy's house and mm-hmm. have. Probably mediocre sex. I mean, you don't know. We, we don't know. We don't know. Like, it might be better. Right? Like, it might be the best thing in the world, right? I don't know. But, like... Mm. But, yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable doing it. Also, as a Mexican, i like... And, like, like um, eh. mm-hmm, exactly. The little Mexican brain is always like...
0: Ah, don't be killed. Don't be kidnapped. Don't be... Mm. Yeah. Because it's that thing, like, even in my experience, it's never been with a random person. Exactly, exactly. It's always been, like, friend of a friend, or a person that I see often, or, you know, like, mm-hmm. not,
2: not someone from the bus.
0: Yeah. You know? Not even Fleabag had sex
1: with the
2: bus guy, you know? Yeah, no? hmm Yeah. That is. So, well, so that means that
0: you're going to text the guy that you actually like.
1: I will. I will.
0: Should we do it now?
2: really do
1: it now oh my god
2: yes do it, do it do it do it do it do it oh my god oh my god oh my god i'm so excited i can't believe she's doing this
1: what what should i say
2: uh any suggestions i mean i just ask him out for coffee
0: we're That's not ready it? for drinks yet
1: no no we're not ready for drinks but just coffee like like that hey do you want to have coffee with me sometime Sure. Because I was thinking, like, of saying, hey, I think you're cute. Do you want to have coffee? I don't know if saying, mm. what are your thoughts?
0: Mm. What are your thoughts?
1: I mean, by the time you can comment on this, I will have <laughs> already said the text. But exactly. feedback
0: is always good. Yes, yes, you know? exactly. I kind of want to go with the just, hey, do you want to have coffee? And see how that goes. And then if you feel the vibe, do you, you can tell him that you think that he's
2: cute. Have coffee? with me sometime she's doing it like that do you yeah yeah oh yes oh my god it's Vincent Ah! (laughs) oh my god oh my god she did it I did it we're so proud
0: very well so yeah I feel like I really like the conversations we've been having I know. Can mm-hmm. you believe it? I know. <laughs> the power of the camera. Yes. it's amazing what, what people
1: you'll do, do for the likes. Apparently, <laughs>
0: That's what have I become? Well, we'll we'll just keep you posted on what happens with yes. the the crush. Very well. Yes. Um, but what I was saying is just I I like the conversations we've been having, and I I thought it was really funny when you told me. Uh, When you were editing that first episode, (laughs) Uh um, that we kind of said opposite things.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting.
0: Um,
2: We We especially we grew.
0: Well, that's the thing. I think that from what I can remember right now, um, first episode versus the so it's like sex rooms versus against sexual revolution kind of thing.
2: That's what we can remember right now. Uh Exactly.
0: And I feel like sex rooms was very it was sex rooms and jubilee, like oh the sex workers, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like that was very on on the yes pro sexual mm-hmm. liberation, yeah, and then I thought it was very interesting, just I guess part of me was like, oh, like like they like i we kind of not having a real opinion and it just kind of depends on what we Mm -hmm. watch that week but on the other hand which is why I wanted to do this conclusion episode roundup exactly Mm -hmm. I feel like it was very it's that thing I think okay so here's here's the gist of it a lot of what we talk about Mm -hmm. in a cup of tea in general yeah is very much just like you and me having a random conversation. Yes. Right? Just our thoughts and our feelings coming from our perspectives. Very narrow. And, and I re- like. I said something. I don't know if it was in the last episode. Somewhere I said something mm. about, I think 99% of women feel this way. <laughs> and when I saw it in the edit, I was like, "Do I? what are you doing, Mika? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you saying right now? Um, but again, I hope... That our audience, the person watching this right now, understands that what we are saying has to be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. It has to be understood where it's coming from. And it's coming from, not from research, not from articles, not from, yeah. like, you as We're a communicologist and not me all. as a psychologist. It's just coming from, like, two um, Mexican white um Middle class. Yes. Yeah. Uh, women. Immigrants. Immigrants. No, you know, like just from our context. And we understand that that might not be the context of other people. In yeah. fact, it's like the context of a very small. What's small anyway? Uh, but a certain percentage of people. Yeah. Um, And it's like,
1: you know, I feel like that's even the reason why we always jokingly, right? Start. I mean, that's the the, the line of. St- like sharing life through each other's, through each other's eyes. eyes, because that's the thing of like it is just the two of us talking. Yeah, and and sort of like I feel like because we always want to keep learning more, so that's why in a way I see a lot of value. And maybe five episodes ago we said this dumb thing, but now we read other things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that have changed our mind or that well, maybe dumb, have, but just but like I mean the same. I feel like. We keep informing our opinions yeah, every time. So that will lead to our, our mind changing over time. Which is, you know, like, white people change their mind. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, and just so. like
0: in this, in this context, just because we've been doing an ongoing thing with the sex stuff, the sex yeah. talk. Um, I, like, as, as a conclusion of where I am right now, I think I was telling you yesterday how I feel like I would have appreciated being more on against sexual revolution when mm-hmm. I was younger and I made mistakes. Yeah. And the thing, the thing
2: mm-hmm.
0: that I said yesterday to you yes. that I hadn't said is only to Pablo in a very, very vulnerable conversation was that I have had sex many times where I didn't want to have sex. Mm-hmm. Uh And it was very interesting to say that to you because it was coming from like a very, I don't want anything bad to happen to you the way it happened Mm. to me. Yeah. Um, Because it's one of those things where, at least again in our context, I hear friends of mine, best friends of mine, just girls around me, especially in the Mexico context. Yeah. um, Where it's like, we've been through so much shit as women Mm -hmm. in Mexico where it's like there's not and I think I can say this there's not one woman that I personally know of even as an acquaintance I think that would tell me that they haven't gone through something Mm -hmm. um creepy uh, or unpleasant or just sexually messed up or not yeah. even sexually, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
1: because it doesn't have to be, like, you don't need to be having sex or on the brink of how ha- It doesn't need to be that. It can be just an awkward, uncomfortable interaction with a guy that is gross. And you feel gross about it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, or, you know, like, it can be um just being scared for your life. Yes. On a random day on your way to work. So... Yeah. I, th- I think that
2: is the context of the majority of Mexican women. Yeah. So I found it kind of, if there was a, I guess the feeling is sorority. Uh, can it be a feeling? Yeah.
1: I think like, like sisterhood. It means like, yeah, sisterhood. Yeah. Just like, kind
2: of like
0: some it's very interesting yesterday. Um, But I was feeling kind of that of like, from my experience and my hurt and and having to learn that, first of all, having to look back at myself who did that, because it's that thing of like, a a lot of the emotion and the shame, the Mm -hmm. the messed upness of that Mm -hmm. was the fact that I consented, yeah, you know that was that that that's the part that kind of messes me up, mm-hmm. where it's like I didn't say no, mm-hmm. but then again, that was something that really touched me uh when we, which we were talking about the against sexual revolution, where yeah. she's saying like it's not just consent, it's mm-hmm. not just that she like that they didn't that she say no, say no, uh-huh, you know, th- there has to be more than that, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And she talks about respect and gentlemanness and, and the morally right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's where I said, you know, unless it's an absolute yes, like, take me now, it's a no. <laughs> um, and that might be a little of an overreaction, but kind of. Uh, I still think if, it, if it's not like, yes, take me now. I mean, yes, take
1: me now. Like, yeah, that's the, who wouldn't want that?
0: Exactly. That's when you are for sure. As a guy, that she wants you, you know? (laughs) Uh, Doesn't count if she's drunk or high. But anyway, so because it it came from a quote unquote consent, Mm -hmm. but then it made me feel bad and I actually didn't want to do it. And it happened so many times. Then, um, like that was that was the one of the hardest thing in this like mini journey that I'm talking about of like looking back at myself and realizing that I did that mm-hmm. or that that happened to me in one way or another, where now, hoping that I am more mature and a little healed from all of that, yeah. and after you know talking it out and having that very vulnerable conversation with my partner, mm-hmm. um, to the point where I could say it to you in a in in a very like. I hope you don't go through this. Uh, and, and I said that and I, and I told you, if you do at any point go out with a guy um, and, that's, and like I, don't, I said, I don't know if this is a thing that happens to you, but it mm-hmm. for sure is a thing that happened to me where if I wasn't sure, and it made me very happy in this conversation today where at some point you said, oh no, my default is to say no. Mm -hmm. my default was to say yes
2: Mm.
0: and and that comes from very messed up things but now i know like again like i saw it it hurt me and i'm kind of more on the healing side now Uh, but one i wanted to tell you as as your friend and someone that like cares about you and everything Mm. just like if you if you ever go out and you feel like you put yourself in this position you're there and you're whatever like just say no just run (laughs) for your life just don't do it um and and then you were like like no like I know that I can say no and I was like
2: (laughs) I'm very glad that you can say no (laughs) you know yeah So yeah Oh, I think
0: that was part of like my whole conclusion thing about this. Um, yeah, yeah. Because for a moment I was like, I don't know where this came from, but here you go. Um, but yeah, I think it was just part of my whole conclusion about talking about all of these things, uh, throughout these episodes, and how I think we are the better for it. Yeah. Like you and me personally, and like our friendship and whatever. Mm-hmm. Just talking yeah. about things, because that's what we do here. Yeah. And and. Um, when, when you, you were a lot. when you were saying this thing about how like yes a cup of tea is about seeing life through each other's eyes and it's just you and me i also think and at the risk of of people yelling at us on the internet whenever <laughs> people start commenting more on our episodes um i think we would be very appreciative of people commenting and telling us like oh like I see that that was your guys' feelings or experiences. Mm-hmm. And you said 99% of women feel this way. That's what Mika said. And being <laughs> like, I don't feel like... that." This other thing happened to me. And I think we would be very like uh, appreciative and welcoming. Yeah, of, tell us more. Yeah, I think part of sharing it... Because, again, m- you and me used to have these conversations without a camera. Yes. Right? And then at some happen- point... At some point, we were like, maybe we should just record it yeah. you know, and see fun. what happens. Yeah. So I think part of the decision of sharing all of these talks when they come just from, again, our very narrow perspective of the world
2: mm-hmm.
0: is to get to know more
2: through you. I agree. I do like that this...
1: Um, I mean, I feel like in a way, a cup of tea, yes, is like us having conversations that we normally have. Just you. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, and now we save them for you.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's how much we care about you.
1: Yes. Um, but I do like, I think two things. So one is the, um, the, this like for full circle thing that we're trying to do mm-hmm. of, seeing how we started this this segment, section, Sex talk series, uh-huh, series, yes. And how we're ending it with a sort of refreshed perspective mm-hmm. and with questioning what we thought and learning more about stuff. And I feel like the questioning aspect of it is really central to it. Mm. Because in general, I think that we tend to As like in the way that you and I are as people, like question ourselves a lot. Mm -hmm. And we're always like, hmm, I mean, I think this, but am I right? Mm -hmm. Is there another way to approach it? Like, Mm -hmm. should we do better? And (laughs) so I think we did better. (laughs) Um, And then in the the other one, because I have this feeling in general, um, like when we talk, I think it is increased a little bit. By a cup of tea being more as a formal thing, and I know that there's times when like there's things that we still like have conversations when we have we're off camera and Mm -hmm. it's just us, right? Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But in this space that we've created for ourselves, (laughs) yeah, um, I find sometimes that we say stuff in different ways, or like I do mean, I I've noticed a couple times, and this. This time has been specifically one of those where I don't know. I feel like we go beyond stuff that we normally say. Like, I remember some time ages ago, like ages ago, when I told you something like, Oh, we never, I feel like, you know, this happens a lot in movies and in series and shows of friends talking about sex, but we don't do that. And mm. so we kind of started doing it, but it mm. was like meh. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this one time this this has meant now like we're having these conversations, of course, they're triggered by things that are happening, so mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they prompt us into talking about it, but I don't know, so it's it's like a cool feeling of um sharing more like in a different way of being more i don't know if open necessarily, but yeah, I don't know. Talking about more stuff that is important to us.
2: But yeah, that I think there's
1: a.
0: Do... I think there's more of a. Like. Attention to what goes on in our lives. Yeah. And what our thoughts about those things are, and then there's more
2: intention, of discussing them. Yes. And. This... Which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too.
1: Um, and since this is a space built on the honesty policy, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, I just think I mean I like that. I feel like this built on that. Mm. Um, just as a thing that for us, like in our friendship, um, and then if this is cool for somebody else that's listening to us and can relate or can learn something with us, mm-hmm. um. Or can teach us something, like what you were saying of, no, sure your experience, tell us that maybe we're, we're wrong. We <laughs> should be thinking about this in a different way. Um, yeah. Yes, this has been a nice, six series.
2: Yeah, I liked it. Me too. Me too. Very a lot. Well. Mm-hmm. we'll keep you
0: posted on, on the guy.
1: Yes, we, we will. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Our recommendation for today.
0: Oh my God, this has nothing to do with sex. I mean, kind of talks about yeah. it. Um, he said some. Oh my God, the thing that I was, it was hilarious. okay. So, uh, Bert Kreischer's The Machine, um, <laughs> she has a new special, uh, Razzle Dazzle. Yes. And Pablo and I love him. We think it's hilarious. And and the water didn't know him. No. So. We watch, we watch Russell Dazzle together. Yes. We watch Russell Dazzle together and now she loves him. Yes. And she's watching it. Yeah. Um, and just now when we are setting up, we were watching like The Machine special because she hadn't seen mm-hmm.
1: it. Um, I'm like going backwards. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. Apparently. I think
0: you're missing one
1: or two. Yeah, I'm the first one, I guess. Or the first two.
0: Uh-huh. And so in The Machine he says something about his wife Leanne and how uh-huh. like can you stop being my wife and just be a whore for five minutes? <laughs> yes. So there is some sex in there. Um,
2: but yeah, so there our is.
0: recommendation is just if you haven't seen. Well, my recommendation is Razzle Dazzle. If you haven't seen Razzle Dazzle, watch it. Yeah, I I'm- think right now is my favorite special. I'm
1: missing two right now. That is not on Wikipedia. So there's uh, the specials on Wikipedia are Comfortably Dumb, The Machine, which we just saw. Um, Secret Time, the one that is my recommendation, Hey Big Boy. (laughs) That one's also good. And Razzle Dazzle.
0: My good Razzle Dazzle. So Mm. yeah, just just if you don't know him, if you haven't seen it, or if you do know him, you haven't seen Razzle Dazzle or Hey Big Boy, or you've seen them a while ago, just rewatch them just for fun, because they're so good.
1: The bag of rice is hilarious. (laughs) If you know, you know.
0: If you know, you know. Well... (laughs) This has been lovely. It hasn't.
1: Join us for another cup of
0: tea next week. Okay, bye. Oh, nice.
1: Thanks for sharing a cup of tea with us.
0: To watch more episodes of A Cup of Tea, click the link on the right. If you want to watch Pockets in the Universe, go to the playlist on the left.
2: Like because I do
1: have this sort of internal debate of Prince Charming versus casual relationships, um, and I mean relationships, not not casual sex. Like, like you're the the people that you just described with mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. being with, um, who were casual relationships. You know, I think one of them was a casual yeah, relationship. Yeah, I think the other two were just sex. Well, yeah, I mean. Uh-huh. Um, Exactly. So, casual relationships versus a real relationship. You know what? I actually kind of want a real one. So, where should I be wasting my time? I know that the purpose of it, technically, and how we've discussed it so far, is to um, sort of get my, my feet wet.
2: <laughs> because
1: my only experiences in the past have been where I've been like falling for guys and I've been like super head over heels in love with somebody never on just like uh oh, yeah casual relationship kind of way hmm. so that's where i was like mm, but like do i do i really want this just like casual thing why not better in this case like break out of my comfort zone and be brave with a guy that i would actually like because at the same time because it's
2: riskier <laughs> it's scarier that is why
1: why don't you <laughs> that is why but anyway so so I'm trying right now to sort of talk to myself. I be like, it's okay. There's one guy that I like right now. Why don't I ask him out instead of going out to dinner and chat, quote unquote, yes. with this random bus guy?
0: Yeah, that's a little creepy. Not right? because the guy is creepy. I think, I think it's a little trauma because
2: we're from Mexico.
1: Yeah, there's a little trauma. And there's also the, the sort of... I mean, I don't know, maybe the Luis Perry book just really got to me in a way that I didn't expect because just now that we were setting up and having lunch and stuff, he texted me again, Mm
2: -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. which I don't think I told you. Oh, did I tell you that he texted me again? I don't know. Because he was like, "What?" now he changed it. Now it's it's not um, dinner and chat. Now it's dinner and cuddle. Oh. And he's had a really rough week and I was like, are you trying to emotionally blackmail me? Blackmail me into, <laughs> into having <a> <laughs> y- y- What the hell is this? I I'd see. love to hang out if you're still interested. So I'm like On the one hand, weren't you I mean, I get I know, I know that if you out and just say I want to have sex with you your chances of being batted out are or way much higher. higher. Yeah but i kind of sometimes would just like it to be straightforward you know Mm. not this dancing around sort of guessing what they're saying well see this is me. i feel
0: like it's okay for him to be cautious because like you said you know we know where he's coming from but this is where you could be uh, up front and be like oh like are you like do you do you just want to have sex
1: yeah yeah which is why i was going to text him that yesterday but then honestly I was just too tired too tired and too busy mm. and I was like I don't have time for this to be mind gaming some random dude like mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I have much better shit to do right now
2: mm-hmm. than that so